You are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Kim Mundy and I am a Senior International Economist at Combank and today I'm joined by Belinda Allen, a Senior Economist in our Australian Economics team. Welcome Belinda. Thanks Kim, nice to be on the other side of the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's nice to spot roles for a change. So today Belinda and I are going to run through the third edition of our new Combank HSI Index. So as a reminder to listeners, this index is where we combine CBA internally generated transaction and lending data with publicly available Google search terms. And this really just provides a view not only on what Australians were spending money on, but also what they intended to spend money on. So the latest HSI index covers the month of December last year. Now, Belinda, was there any sort of overarching message that stood out from the HSI index in December? Thanks, Kim, and, and thanks for that reminder to our listeners about our new HSI index. So we did see gains in December. I think we have to remember December is generally a very seasonally strong month for consumer spending, particularly in the lead up to Christmas. A lot of Christmas shopping takes place in the retail category in particular. And also just with the post-Delta and pre-Omicron recovery, we did see a big lift in transport and travel spending as well as people really look to reunite with families and have a break ahead of Christmas. So the HSI index rose by a further 2.5% in December and it rose to a record high, 115, and that's since the index started back in July 2017. Oh, wow. Okay, so we are... A, a good recovery from what has actually been some quite low levels as we've bat- battled our way through yes. uh, various COVID waves. Um, so if we turn to some of the specific categories, what did the Home Buying Intentions Index show in December? So it was weak again. So the home buying spending intentions fell by 17.3% in December. Now, December is generally a seasonally weak month for home buying. I just think about in the lead up to Christmas, we do see fewer homes uh, on the market and also being sold. So we did see a fall in home loan applications uh, for the month. So that's no different to what we'd normally see in December, but it was also compounded by falls in Google searches for real estate listings as well. But definitely what we've seen in recent months is some moderation in the housing market. We've seen that picked up in our home buying intentions index, but we're also now Mm -hmm. picking it up in other indicators. So house price growth has moderated. Uh, We've seen lending moderate as well. And that's really just driven by the fact that we've seen fixed mortgage rates start to lift. Yes, there's been a lot of focus on that in recent months, that's for sure. Uh, and as you mentioned earlier, Christmas, good time yes. for retail spending. Also, you know, the shackles were released after the Delta lockdown. So what did we see for the Retail Spending Intentions Index? So it was up a further 10.8% in December. So this was the fourth consecutive monthly lift. So that's really post that Delta 
lockdown on the East Coast in particular. So it's up a solid 2.8% for the year. And if we kind of look at what we've lifted our spending on uh, over recent times, we're certainly spending more on specialty retail stores, department stores, on clothing, electronics, jewellery, hardware stores. Uh, We are seeing some uh, falls take place in liquor stores and I think that's really picking up the fact that post Delta we've seen a lot of people consume less food and alcohol at home more likely to eat and drink outside one of the things that we really need to start to look at over coming months is the impact of Omicron so we're trying to work out at the moment particularly in January we have seen a small fall though it's less than what we'd expected in our high frequency CBA credit and debit card spend data because we have a lot of people in isolation at the moment, so they're going to reduce their spend. But also we've seen a lot of staff shortages as well, and that's going to impact, I guess, businesses staying open, retail, of hospitality venues staying open as well. So we're likely to see that impact on the January numbers. Yeah, right. So there is still some uncertainty lingering there, I guess. Uh, what about motor vehicle spending intentions? Are people out buying cars or holding off? So this was down again in the month by 2.9%. We have seen falls in six out of the seven past months. It was very strong in the first half of 2021. There have been some supply constraints impacting this sector. It has been quite hard at some points to uh, buy a new car, so that's likely impacting the numbers. And entertainment spending, have we seen any impact? from Omicron on that category at all? It's probably a little bit too early to tell in the December release. We did see the entertainment spending intentions lift by 4.9% in December. Once again, that was the fourth consecutive monthly gain since those Delta lockdowns. We know December is generally a very strong month for this category as a lot of people uh, gather for the holidays and uh, meet at restaurants and things like that. Uh, So we did see increases in eating and drinking out, live theatre, now that that's back, movie theatres, record stores and caterers as well. Uh, But we do continue to see less spending on things like music stores and bookstores and I think that's really representative of how we're consuming those items these days, which is a lot more digital. Yes, exactly. And what about travel spending intentions? I know a lot of people were, uh, well, especially Sydney side, it's a very (laughs) city over Christmas. Um, Was that captured in the index? Yes, it was. So travel spending intentions rose again in December. It was up 28.1% for the month. So that's a very strong gain. Yeah. So it's the fourth consecutive monthly gain. It is still below levels we saw two years ago. So while we have seen travel spending lift, just with those constraints on international travel still there, uh, it does still remain below those levels from two years ago. But we have certainly seen uh, a big lift since that Delta lockdown low. The index is up 126% and we're definitely spending more on accommodation, a little bit more on travel agent spend, so people booking holidays. Uh, We're moving around more, so more on trailer parks and campgrounds. Uh, And certainly what we're seeing and what we see in the transport index as well is a big lift in petrol spend. Certainly looks like Mm. more of Australians are maybe driving for their holidays, travelling regionally, and uh, instead of spending on air travel, which remains weak. Does sound like it's going (laughs) to remain a bit difficult to book on a regional holiday if you're wanting one. Yes. 
and health and fitness spending. Are, are we uh, looking after our health or not, not so much? So relative to a year ago, the index is up 10%, but it did fall in the month of December. And I think that just comes off after recent gains. So we okay. have been spending more on items at pharmacies and drugstores. So we might be starting to pick up some of those rapid antigen tests coming through, <laughs> uh, but more spending on medical services, doctors, dentists. So certainly looking after our health on that front. Now, as you were just saying, I mean, we are starting to move around or at least we're moving around a little bit more mm. in December with lockdowns easing. So was that picked up in the Transport Spending Intentions Index? Oh, look, it was. So the Transport Spending Intentions Index was up 11.8% for the month. So that now takes the gains from that Delta lockdown low in August to 73.4%. So a big lift in spend on transport. Wow. But it's really interesting to see where the spending is taking place. So definitely the higher petrol prices uh, and uh, moving around in cars is certainly coming through that, that category. So we're spending more on taxis compared to a year ago, spending mm -hmm. more on tolls, car washes, uh, truck and utility trailer rentals. But where we're not spending money on is still public transport usage. And I think that's really reflective of the work from home shift that is impacting uh, many of us. Now, you were talking earlier about the move towards sort of digital books and, and movies and, and things like that. So do we see any pickup in the communications and digital spending intentions index in December? So it was up just 0.1% for the month. So it's one of those less volatile uh segments compared to some of the other ones that generally move a little bit more. Uh, so we have certainly lifted, as I said, our spend on digital games, digital books and movies, uh, but that has been offset by some falls in spending on uh, computer software and telecommunications equipment and computer equipment. And finally, household services spending and tensions. Now, I know we all rushed out to get uh, haircuts yes. as soon as we could and possibly have been continuing to get them frequently just yes. in case. Um, <laughs> what did we see in that index? Yeah, so this has been another strong uh, segment. Uh, so it was up a further 3.5% in the month of December, the fourth consecutive lift as well. So the post-Delta lift has now been 41.3%. So we're spending, as you said, a lot more on beauty and barber services, more at vets, uh, giving more money to charities, which is great to see, and more on childcare. But there have been falls on home improvement services, so things like air conditioning, electrical contracting and cleaning and maintenance services. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. So I guess overall, I mean, the data really does reaffirm what we've been saying for quite some time is that the Australian economy was travelling very well into the end of last year as those Delta lockdowns lifted. But I guess with the emergence of Omicron and the number of people uh, in isolation yeah. at the moment, um, you know, January could paint a bit of a different picture and we'll have to wait and see what that data looks like. Yes, that's right, Kim. So we are watching all the high-frequency data, but I guess the point to make is that post-Delta recovery for the Australian economy was very strong. Consumers did come out there and spend in December, I think really helped by the tight labour market accumulated household savings. The Omicron variant does change the ball game in the near term, uh, so we have seen that impact the high-frequency credit and debit card spending data uh, and we'll obviously keep a keen eye out on that in coming weeks. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Belinda. Um, Thanks, Kim. And the report was published on the 20th of January 2022. You can find it at 
combatresearch.com.au. The data used in the Commonwealth Bank Household Spending Intention Series is a combination of the CBA data and publicly available Google Trends data. Any reference to the term CBA data means the proprietary data of the bank. As statistics take into account only the bank's data, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymized and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy.